The things that I've achieved that initially I never thought were possible have always been thanks to others. Coaches, mentors, my partner, the support of family and friends throughout adversity, but also listening to stories of people I may never meet on podcasts. And whilst, yes, I had to put the effort in and make the changes for my life, knowing that change was even possible and being inspired to take that action was only thanks to others sharing their experiences and their knowledge. So with inspiration and gratitude for those that have come before me, this is the Possibility Podcast, where we will share real life stories to inspire you to realize what's possible. So welcome to the first episode of the Possibility Podcast. Today, I just want to run through why a podcast, why now, why this one, and why call it the Possibility Podcast? What is it actually about? So I've actually wanted to start a podcast for a number of years now. Um, And at the time I was working with a coach who said that there's no point in doing a podcast because it's not going to help you build what it is that you want to build. So focus on the things that are going to produce outcomes for you and then do a podcast later on. And throughout my life, I have have had this habit of taking other people's words as gospel and not really knowing how to use discernment to understand what's actually true for me. So people that were in or people that I perceived that were in more successful positions than me had been longer in an industry or I perceived that just knew what they were doing, I would always listen acutely to what they've said without really assessing whether they're in the position that I want to be in because I do think there's validity in taking advice from people who are in the position that you want to be and I definitely think there's validity in listening to be people and learning from their mistakes so you get to condense the amount of time it takes you to do something from learning through other people. But that wasn't what I was doing. I was just taking other people's word as gospel and then running with that. So this has been a number of years in the making in my head at least and it was only in the last couple of weeks where I was driving home and was thinking about the podcast again and how I'd really love to interview a number of people and specifically understand how their brain works and how their mindset works and what mindset tools or shifts or changes they have had to implement to get to where they are. So that is how the Possibility Podcast was born. Now, the question is why a podcast? So podcasts have helped me through some of the most challenging points in my adult life. In particular, there was this experience where I was working at the arguably the best agency in South Australia for my industry. And I started that job and in the first week I knew that it wasn't for me. I was in the bathroom crying. It it just wasn't a good fit. But they had waited a number of weeks for me beyond my original start date for me to go there. And so I really felt like I owed them something. And I also had this belief that you shouldn't quit a job 
in less than 12 months time. Like you should stay in a job for a year and then move on from there. And also because it had only been a week. And so logically in my mind, I was like, come on, give it some more time. You should see it through a couple of months to really determine whether it's for you or not. And the other thing is that I was going on an overseas holiday. So they had employed me full well knowing that I was going overseas for five weeks and waited for me to start. And they had really gone out of their way um, to keep me on board. So I was really grateful for that. And I also wanted to um, give value back because I do fundamentally believe in value exchange, a fair value exchange. Um, And so I wanted to contribute value back to them in the way that they had contributed value to me. But in the first week, I knew it wasn't for me. And as the months went by, it got progressively worse. Um, I ended up staying there for 14 months in total. Um, But during probably the toughest times towards that kind of six to 12 month mark, I would listen to podcasts on my way to work. So the drive to work was an hour, which here in South Australia is a really long time to be driving to work. Everywhere else is 20 minutes. But I had this hour of me time before and after work that um, I could just focus on me and priming myself for the day. So what I would do is on this hour drive, I would listen to podcasts that inspired me. And the first podcast I ever started listening to was the Kerwin Ray um, podcast, Unstoppable, um, which really set such a high benchmark for podcasting for me because his question asking is next level and some super interesting people that he was um, interviewing on there as well. And I remember this one podcast where he was talking about stress management and increasing your stress tolerance. And the way that I interpreted that because of where I was at the time was that me rocking up to this job every day, I was just increasing my threshold for stress and adversity and challenge. Um, And a point on that is in today's day and age, people get really frustrated by general advice. So people who give advice that's of a general nature and then they get frustrated that it doesn't have enough nuance in it. Whereas I feel the responsibility is on the listener to then take responsibility for how they're interpreting that message, whether it's true for them um, and going, yes, that's for me or no, it's not. So I don't put any blame or judgment on that particular content that I was listening to because how I chose to interpret it is up to me. No one can understand the full intention of how any one person is going to interpret or hear what you're communicating. So I kept listening to podcasts and YouTube videos and content like audio content as I was driving to work to prime myself to get into a mental headspace so that I could get through that job, um, you know, six days a week that I was working there. So podcasts really had a special place um, for me in my life for what I really needed. And then I moved jobs um, to a different agency and I would still listen to podcasts on the way to work. And again, it was was a 45-minute drive, so um, I wanted to fill my time and, and use that time to help me get ahead and move forward and learn and grow. So I continued to listen to podcasts. And then COVID happened and we were all working from home and I really stopped listening to podcasts and I questioned myself as to what, what was I telling myself I enjoyed 
in order to get through life versus what did I actually really enjoy? And so not having the 45 minute drive to work anymore, I wasn't filling that time with a podcast, but I did really love growth. Um, So I did still end up listening to podcasts when I would go for a walk, but the frequency in which I listened to them changed. But the power of the podcasts that I listened to, some of them were incredibly influential in changing the way that I perceived things, um, the way that I perceived the world, learning on how to communicate better. And so access to podcasts is so easy for anyone to get access to. And I also love the power of documentaries, but the TV production cost in putting something like that together is monumental. Whereas in this day and age, anyone can jump on a podcast, on a computer, online, and have conversations with people. And it really is, for me, listening to those podcasts was getting access to people that I would never get to in real life, who may never commit their time to a documentary or a Netflix series, but can sit down for an hour and have a conversation with someone else. And I really love in podcasts that you really get access to people's minds and the way that they think, and particularly great podcasts with great question asking. You get insights that you just won't necessarily get anywhere else. You do get them in books, but, you know, taking an hour to listen to a podcast or less, um, you know, compared to however many hours it takes you to read a book is quite different. So the reason for the possibility podcast, specifically possibility, is I really love when people have that light bulb moment of realizing something that's possible for them that A, they never thought was possible or B, never even really knew that that was an option. And it's the joy and the wonder and the awe when they come to that realization. And it could be on anything in life. It could be the way they think about something, the type of relationships that they can have, communication styles, their health, um, their wealth. There's strategies that they can implement in their daily life, um, family dynamics. And so sharing people's stories, which is the intention of this podcast, is to share what's possible for people that they never maybe thought was ever going to be um, a possibility for them. So I also want to talk um, briefly on, I guess, my personal why and my purpose and a bit more depth as to how this podcast came to be. So there's a lot of different information available on what is your purpose, how to find your purpose, Um, how to cultivate it, who are you going to serve, do you even have to serve anyone, can it just be for yourself? And so my purpose journey probably started a couple of years ago Um, and it started out by someone explaining that your purpose is how you do something, not what you do. And that didn't really resonate for me. I was still really confused and thought that your purpose really needed to be what you do. And so I was working in real estate and I was like, real estate cannot be my purpose for the rest of my life. And whilst there were parts of real estate that I really loved, which was helping buyers get into their first home, again, helping them realize something they never thought was possible. 
And I was working in a lower socioeconomic area and working with buyers that, you know, people in their family had never owned a home before and they were the first of their generation um, to own a home, which was like incredible. And it was really figuring out what were the things that like lit me up the most and that I felt inspired by. And it was really helping people realize things, realize what was possible um, for them. And so I then also recently read um, Simon Sinek's book, which is, um, oh, I've forgotten the title, Start With Why. So I recently read Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. And the way that he talks about why I interpret as purpose, which is why we do anything that we do. Um, And it was really great in understanding that your why can be demonstrated through various different things. So your why can be demonstrated through your job, the way that you interact with your family, with your friends, with your community. Um, And so that's really where the Possibility Podcast came from, was originally having my purposes defined as helping people realise what's possible or inspiring people to realise what's possible. After I read Simon Sinek's book, I definitely um, condensed it a lot more and have worked with a coach more recently to really drill down on purpose. And what's really interesting is one coach previously mentioned that your purpose relates to your highest value and it's usually about serving others. And at the time I couldn't figure out, well, who, like, how am I going to serve others? Who on earth am I serving? Can't I just figure out what I need to do day to day to get on with my life? And so I will share with you the purpose and the why that I wrote down after reading Simon Sinek's book and it'll hint to some of my highest values. The other thing that Simon Sinek talks about is that your why and your purpose directly relate to your early childhood and that your why and purpose is formed from early childhood experiences from that zero to seven age bracket and that often our why comes from stressful or traumatic events, but that your why is something positive. It is moving towards something for something good, but does come from some of the more challenging aspects of our lives. And it doesn't have to be ultra traumatic. For some people it is, for some people it's not, but it is wanting to create something better for particular groups of people. So this is my purpose that is in my journal that I wrote down after doing the work in Simon Sinek's book. So I hope to inspire others to do the things that inspire them so that we create healthy, loving and fulfilling relationships that are the norm and not the exception. To show children it's possible to have parents that love each other, who own their mistakes and choose to grow together so that they may create this for themselves and impact generations to come. So if you listen to that, it The focus is really on it's helping people, but the impact specifically is helping kids to have parents that love each other who own their mistakes and choose to grow together. So there are absolutely parents out there that do that. um, And there are also parents that don't. And that was part of my experience growing up. And it's really interesting because I remember listening to Kerwin Ray's podcast. And one of the questions that he would ask his participants is, how would you describe your childhood? And it's a really interesting question that I've reflected on a lot. 
And I've also had conversations with my sister about because she's younger than me and how she perceives her childhood and our childhood versus how I did. And the word that I would use to describe my childhood is tumultuous. So my parents separated when I was quite young, when I was three, but there was conflict between them up until my early 20s um, and a lot of tension. Um, We had step family involved. And so I always felt, well, often I should say, not always, but often felt on edge and that I had to be the mediator of my parents. Now, they'll say that I absolutely didn't need to, and they're probably right. I was a child, right? But that is what my experience was growing up is that I had to be this mediator. And so growing up, there were lots of things that I never thought were possible that some of those things we've now achieved. And it's through that personal experience of mine of realizing things like deep things that I never thought were possible that they actually are. And so one of those particular things is having relationships with particular members in my family that we didn't speak for seven years, um, who were a parental figure and actually being able to reconcile that and actually then be able to have a family dinner with them where I'm not on edge and I'm not anxious and I can go without my partner and I can just be calm and be neutral in that situation. Um, And the other thing that I truly never thought was possible, like I think back to me as a little kid and even like as a teenager, like the first time that my parents were in a room together properly was my 21st birthday and they separated when I was three. It's a very, very long time. Um, And so I remember thanking them at my 21st birthday, you know, you do a speech and whatnot. And I remember thanking them and just saying how grateful I was for both of them to be in the room together um, because that that was such, such a big deal for me. And they both were like, why are you saying that? Like, you don't, you don't need to say that. Um, But for me, it was so momentous because it was something that I just never thought was going to happen. And, you know, I would think about like into the future, like, when I get married eventually is like, how are we going to navigate that and how stressful it could possibly be for me to think about how to mitigate them in, you know, at a wedding, which is meant to be, you know, your day and all of those messages and stories that come with what weddings are meant to be. Right. And so in December, 2021, the ultimate thing that I literally could never even imagine happening ever in my life was we hosted a family Christmas with our parents and our grandparents. And my partner's family was separated as well. Um, And that's their history. But again, we also, both of us never thought that both of those families would come together to be in the same room. And they all did. All of our parents showed up. Our grandparents showed up. Our siblings showed up. And I remember like throughout the day, I had to physically take stock and like take mental images. And I never used to understand that concept when people would talk about like taking a mental image. Um, But I remember just standing at my back door looking out to the pergola where everyone was seated around and just taking a mental image like this day like 
actually happen. And I even get a little bit emotional talking about it because it meant so much to have so many people come together that I never thought was ever a possibility. Like truly growing up, I was like, if I ever have children, we're going to have to have separate Christmases and separate birthdays like I did growing up. Um, How do we navigate those things? You know, I would have to go to three different houses on Christmas Day. I'm going to have to do that with my own children. And so it was just this incredible occasion of having something happen that I never thought was possible. Um, and I grabbed my partner, like no kidding, four times throughout the day and be like, oh my God, Jack, we did this. Like not just we, but all of these people we chose to come together. Like how incredible is that? And so sometimes realizing what's possible isn't as momentous as that. But when it is the impact that it has on people's lives can be super, can just be so incredible. And so that's part of what I wanted to bring through this podcast was you might be going through challenges that you don't think anyone else is going through. And you might have had experiences that logically you know happen to others, but you really don't think that people are experiencing it the way that you are. And potentially you don't think that there's light at the end of the tunnel or that the weight of what you're carrying is too much and the hopes and dreams that you have, you don't really know if they'll ever actually be able to be achieved or that you think they can do it but I can't or they've got the confidence or they've got the money or they've got the support network and so of course they can have it but I can't. And really that's you coming back to thinking that it's not possible for you. And so for this podcast, I really want to share stories of people's journeys and sharing their shifts that had to happen internally, externally, and what they did mentally in order to realize what's possible for themselves to also inspire you to understand what's possible for you. So thanks for listening to the introduction, a little bit about me, and I'm so excited for what's to come on the Possibility Podcast, sharing inspiring stories to help you realize what's possible.